simple as one plus one equals two. Jesus said, if you abide in me, I abide in you. No vacancies. Clear my heart, wash my mind, put faith in it. The whole word is his promise, there's no faking it. Natural food in my belly, it ain't making it. He is the bread of life, ain't no baking it. Every bar of wisdom will push you. No more glaring from a dark place, wishing that you would would What's going on, everybody? Super excited again for another episode of Bread and Bars. Bread and Bread and Bars. Bread and Bars. <laughs> so, this episode today is really going to be about just my thoughts. And I know sometimes it can be like, okay, you have a whole bunch of thoughts. Most people are like scribes, right? They write down their thoughts, but me, I like to either record it, I like to, I'll paint, go ride a horse or go to the gun range. I know I'm like very interesting when it comes to different things, but today I want to talk about what goes on inside of a trailblazer's mind, right? Got something right here. So not only will you be able to hear me, but of course you'll be able to see me on my YouTube channel. So if you ever want to go on my YouTube page, if you ever want to just go on Podbean, Apple Music, and I forgot what else well, I'll, I'll be on, but nevertheless, it's on there, okay? <laughs> so check me out um, on either way. But I'm very, 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 very strong um a strong believer when it comes to writing things down or recording specific things, especially when it comes to a person who is creative, right? Um, it, there are many of us who are more visual learners. Uh, some people learn by hearing. Some people learn by writing things down or some people learn by just being repetitive. But I'm one of those who kind of like, I kind of do everything, but I like to record things more than anything. So Today, like I said, I want to talk about just going through a mind of a trailblazer. And typically, what I've learned about trailblazers is that we have to go through an excruciating amount of pain. Why? Because if you are a trailblazer, one of the first things you have to do is break ground that has never been broken before. And what that means for you is there's going to be a level of pain that you have to go through that those who come behind you will not necessarily have to go through. So that means you're going to have to sacrifice. That means you're going to have to encourage yourself when others don't necessarily have the words to say to you. That means there's going to be ample amount of time where people are going to ask you many different questions on many different occasions and you're not necessarily going to know how to respond or what answer it is to even give them. What does that mean to you? That means you're going to have to be the one to encourage yourself in those moments. That means you're going to be the one to have to maybe even be quiet in moments where you really want to speak or where people want you to speak or give an answer. Moments where... When people are asking you, what is your idea? Or what is your perspective on things? You're going to have to be quiet. 
Why? Because not everything deserves deserve a response as of yet. And I'm going to break these things down to as a trailblazer, um, uh, what goes through a trailblazer's mind is, is it really worth it? Right. I'm just kind of shooting for the brain right now because I want to have a legitimate conversation with those who are trailblazers, those who are really making a way when there's really no way, when, when people don't know what they're doing, people don't know the amount of failures you had to go through or how many times you had to fall really to succeed once. People don't know how many books you had to read. People don't know how many hours you had to really study or how many hours you had to, to look at a specific topic just to master that specific topic to, to say that you're able to really do the things that you're able to do. People don't know these side or this side, this specific side of a trailblazer. So today, we are in the mind of a trailblazer. So the first thing I want to talk about is the pain aspect. Now, it's not a pain where you'd be like, okay, ouch, this hurts physically. You know, hopefully, you know, it doesn't hurt physically. But it's, it's, it's the pain aspect of everybody don't support you. Everyone won't. Acknowledge the fact that you're even doing what you're doing right now. Say, let's say, for instance, me. Okay, since I'm a trailblazer, um, I started a few different businesses. Everybody don't have to support those businesses, but sometimes it's like when my family don't get it. Let's say, for instance, um, this is not necessarily true, but I'm giving an example. Let's say, for instance, I'm asking my mom for some advice. Okay. I'm asking my mom for advice and she's very supportive. But when I'm beginning to talk to, let's say, a cousin or somebody who's close to me and I'm asking them the same questions that I'm asking my mother, right, to get the perspective. OK, let me get different perspectives or let me see who's going to give me um, a, a certain type of level of encouragement. OK, this is a, an expectation that I'm, I'm asking. Um, well, this is an expectation that I'm. I have in my mind, but I'm asking these questions to see what their response will be, right? So I don't get the same response from my mother that I would my cousin because my mother's more supportive. My cousin's like, eh, I don't really agree with what you're doing, but continue to do it. I'm sure it'll work out. This is my, this is my stance on that and that's that. Let's say, for instance, you have a clothing brand, Right? I just started a, uh, I wouldn't call it a clothing line, but I have a clothing line of products to represent the business that I'm trying to bring forth or trying to birth. Now, I don't have many different people buying the product right now, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not supportive, right? But in my mind or in the, the natural, I would think like, wow, only 25 people bought my items, but... There's 150 people who are sending me messages like, wow, I love this, but they don't want to support me. That's the painful aspect. It's an emotional pain that I will go through. Like I feel rejected because they're not supporting me. But then there's millions of other people in different countries ready to see fear is my enemy. That's my, you know, my line as of right now. That's just the... The line, fear is my enemy, 
on printing on the shirt or printing on the hoodie, printing on a crew neck, right? I can't get discouraged because those people around me, whether it be my family, close friends, people that I would assume, you know, to, to encourage me or to assume to purchase my product, you cannot be so into who you are or who who's around you that you forget that people have their own agendas or people have their own things that they're doing that they want to support. You don't always want people around you to support you. I don't I don't want to say that. You don't always want or want to expect people around you to support you. Because it will be the people who are furthest away from you that will get more of your support than people around you. Now, is it good for people around you or your close friends or tight-knit people to support you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it'll be less painful, right? Because you'll be like, oh, I already know they're going to support me, so it'll be cool. But not everybody likes your product. Not everybody wants to to get their lashes done by you. Not everybody wants to get their hair, hair braided by you. Not everybody wants to support your clothing line. Not everybody wants to listen to your radio show. Not everybody wants to view your uh, YouTube blog. Not everybody wants to buy your makeup or your lip gloss. It, it is okay. You know what I mean? It is okay. Although it is painful, it may be a little annoying but it's still okay. You have to be okay with people around you who are close not supporting you. Because although they may want to support you, there's somebody else who's going to support you even the more. And it's okay. So even if, it, even if you have people around you supporting you, it's a win-win. But it's okay if they don't. Don't try to hold people to a high expectation that you're probably not even you're probably not even supporting the next person. Or you're not even, you probably didn't even get the support that you're looking for. So it's okay. So that's inside of a trailblazer's mind. I see that a lot of trailblazers sometimes want people to support them that are close to them. But that's not always the case. I'm like sniffling because it's cold. <laughs> but nevertheless, um, this is good to be just authentic. It's good to, to know that everybody don't have to support you. Not right now, at least. Maybe, you know, what I've learned is, and I had a conversation with one of my guys, um... He actually used to support me. You know, that's the great part. He used to support me. He used to encourage me. And I'm like, cool. You know what I mean? Like, the things that he used to say out of his mouth was like, Anthony, you know good and well you need to be doing this, this, and this, and this, this, and this. You know good and well you are this, this, and this, and this. Like, he used to support me so much. Um, but it was me who had to come back to myself and say, you know what, regardless of who supports me, regardless of who says yes and who don't, I have to keep being persistent. I have to continue being persistent in where I'm going, regardless of who supports. Even, even if you go to what Jesus said in the Bible, he talks about how a prophet is, is without honor um, except it, within his own home. So even if you're on home, you won't, you won't always get honor and it's okay. It is okay. It is okay. So I, I'm just wanting all those trailblazers to understand it's okay if those who are around you are not supporting you as of yet. That's not who you look for. That's not always your demographic, and it's okay. The second thing I want to talk about is not just the pain aspect as far as emotion and expectation, 
But how frustrated it can be that those people around you, whether it be near or far, doesn't necessarily have to be a, a close friend group, but sometimes everybody don't see your vision as a trailblazer. And it's okay. It's okay. Think about a mother who's pregnant with a child. Everybody's, they can't see your baby. <laughs> they can't, they're not in the womb with your child. <laughs> like, they weren't with you going through your little pains in the morning or your morning sickness or your uh, Braxton Hicks or even your contractions or even when, they, when, they were, when it's time for you to give birth to your child. They were not always there. And it's okay for them not to understand the dynamic of your child. Not your physical child, but even even then, shoot. But it's okay. Everybody don't understand your vision. Everybody won't understand your mission. Everybody won't understand why you're doing what you're doing. But if you are basing what you do off of somebody else, there is no point of doing it. You're doing it because God had placed that aspiration or that vision or that dream on the inside of you to birth. Once it's birth, then people can understand why it's there or why you have a purpose. Why I say that is because before a chair was a chair, it was a thought. Before a chair was a chair, it was a thought. That means who had thought of the chair first when they were trying to explain the chair, not everybody knew it was going to be a chair. You know what I mean? Not everybody knew like, okay, like before they weren't sitting down, they were probably sitting on stones or whatever. They didn't understand the, the actually makeup or the infrastructure of a chair until a chair was created. A chair was a thought first and then it was placed down on a piece of paper or what have you, whatever, whenever the chair was freaking made. But nevertheless, then once it was constructed, people could see why the chair was created. So that means everybody don't understand at the time that it's being birthed. Everybody don't understand even the time that it's being created. But you have to continue to do what God called you to do. When Noah was told to build the ark, it had not rained ever. Like there was no rain. I ain't heard of rain. So it's like to the point where like, how, what are you even building a boat for? There's not even rain on the ground. You're talking about it's going to be rain. You're saying it's going to be this and that. And you're building this big ark. But there's no rain. There's no flood. Why are you doing this? So over a hundred years, him building this ark, him listening to the voice of God. Can you imagine how many naysayers are talking about him? Can you imagine how many people are literally slandering his name? Can you imagine how many people think he's a freaking idiot? But yet God still found favor in him to the point where he placed his family. All those other people's families, they died in that, that flood. All those other things died in that flood. Everything went wicked died in that flood and it wasn't because of the the fact that they were wicked doing things wrong but maybe it could have been their their unbelief the fact that they did not believe made them wicked the fact that they were just evil in the sight of the lord um because of them shooting moses down i mean not moses noah down that could make that made them wicked and i'm just you know giving examples but there were, could have been many different reasons as to why they were wicked but god saw fit to give him a dream or instructions to build an ark hundreds of years before rain had failed. What does that mean to you? It may take you years, maybe not 120 years, but it may take you years to birth what God called you to birth into fruition. 
But are you going to continue to be consistent when everybody don't see your vision? This is just a trailblazer's thoughts, okay? I had to come into agreement that everybody wasn't going to understand what God called me to do. Everybody was not going to understand the vision that I saw with my, my business, Kingdom Advancement Property. Everybody was not going to see the vision of Anthony M. Murray Jr. Enterprises. Everybody was not going to see the vision of Transforming the Nations. Everybody was not going to see the vision of World Changes Academy International. Everybody was not going to see my vision until I actually birthed it. It wasn't until I birthed my vision and actually put it on paper and, and was able to have people around me collectively that I was investing in, pouring into money, building websites, doing photo shoots, um, getting my, my graphics done, making logos. It wasn't until I was done birthing my vision that people started to understand why the calling over my life according to God's plan and purposes for my life. I had to go beyond the pain of people uh, uh, looking like looking at me as if I didn't know what I was talking about. Looking at me as if I, the dreams that God placed inside of me were null and void because I could not understand them myself. Sometimes we say things prematurely. Sometimes we do things prematurely. And it, what happens is when people underestimate you because of they look at you at the with the lens of familiarity, God is going to show up so strongly in you and it, there's going to be another level of faith. I even speak to the level of faith that you have now that as you are listening, as you are watching this on YouTube, that your faith begin to rise like never before. I prophetically declare over your life. That after you listen to this, that your faith will not be small as a mustard seed, but your faith will be big and gray. It will be big. It will be like a mammoth. It will be like a, one of the biggest things that you can ever think of. It will be gigantic. That your faith will rise another level. That God will give you the clarity in your, your vision. That he will give you accuracy when you uh, have to write things down that he would give you the resources to do exactly what he called you to do and not only will you do that but he will blow your mind concerning the things that how you move i i've been doing and i want to say go back to myself really quickly i've been doing things that i have never thought that i would be able to do until god pushed me god has to place you in an area, right? Think about an arrow, okay? God had to bring me back, position me, and launch me out in order for me to go. That means I had to face unprecedented circumstances in order to be pulled back. That means I had to die to my dreams. I had to die to my flesh. I had to submit those things that God gave me back to him. I had to go through a crushing to be pulled back. As, as the arch is ready, I had to be pulled back. As I'm ready to shoot, I, I had to be pulled back and launched like an arrow of deliverance. I had to go through things. 
That means when you are in a level of faith, I feel a Holy Spirit. And it's so unexplainable and unavoidable. And when you go through this level of pain and when you go through this level of, of let's say, for instance, I don't want to call it a, a whatever it is that you need to go through, whatever it is that you need to experience. And listen, this is a trailblazers journal. All right. My thoughts, whatever it is that you need to go through. To get to where you're going and where God needs to place you. Let it be this. God, I give you my everything. God, I give you my dreams, my aspirations. God, I give you my mind. I give you my intellect. God, I know that the thoughts that I think towards myself is weak. But when you thought of me, you thought of progression. You thought of prosperity. You thought of a strong position in you. So that means everything that you called me to do, Lord, I have to take a step back and be crushed and pressed. Think about an olive. An olive an olive's oil does not come out by a pressing of a hand, but a pressing of an olive press. That is a crushing. I always talk about this. When it comes to a rose, the rose is expensive in itself, but it's more expensive when the rose is crushed because of the fragrance that comes out of the rose. And even the taste that comes out of the rose. You can pay more for it. So if you're not crushed, if you're not in, a, in, in an area where you can actually be used, that means you have to die. If you're not a sacrifice as a trailblazer, because all trailblazers are, are sacrifices, because you're making a way for somebody else to go easier. You're making a, you're creating a route. God is using you as a catalyst, a catalyst in the earth to make a route. For somebody else. For his glory. So I, I just pray that this bless you. I'm going to do another episode of the Trailblazers thoughts. It's like a journal for me. Because there's so many different things that people go through as a trailblazer. And we have to stick together. But we also have to die. So I talked about a couple different things. More so the pain. The ground breaking. Um, things that we have to do, how we may not be supported by family, um, and it's okay, and how we have to understand that we still have to continue to birth our vision even if people don't understand. So those are two different things that we have to go through, and it's okay. So I'm just telling you this today. It's okay. It is okay. So I hope you were blessed by this. Um, if you have any questions, like I said, I always go back, email me, send me a message, DM, or what have you, but be blessed. Be blessed in Jesus' name.